I'm Franz. I'm AJ. And this is In the Weeds, a podcast about the food and beverage industry, past, present, and future. Our goal is to legitimize food and beverage by sharing stories of people we meet, learning new things, and having some laughs along the way. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and intheweedspodcast.com. I don't even know what we talk about this week. Oh yeah, this week on In the Weeds, we talk about getting drunk, staff parties, where to eat for my 10th anniversary, and a bunch of other random nuts and bolts. Get some chips, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the ride. Yeah, it's, it was warm today. I'm ha- I'm I'm cooling off with a uh, a well deserved Chekvar. Oh mother's, yeah, mother's mother's milk here. Mm, good one. Um, it's very good though. <laughs> Chekvar is important. a delicious beer. Speaking of delicious, these um, mm. sausages, these brats from Root Cellar, are really good. Yeah, the ones you rolled across your keyboard before we pressed record. <laughs> yeah, the ones that tried to escape. Uh, you made a face like you were being uh, sarcastic. Are they good? Yeah, they're really good. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. like doing a chew like they were made out of cardboard. No, I, I've no, had root cellar sausages really before and they are. They're, they're, they're the real deal. We have a deal. couple butcher shops by my house here that are really good for most things, but their sausages are like grainy and dry. Mm. Like they don't, they mm-hmm. haven't used a fine enough dye or something that it's like the fat meat content isn't there and it just... That's not it. Yeah, there's a, a fine line and you have to grind it usually twice. And the dye, like you said, has to be the right size and you have to I'm add fat. Yeah, that's I've unfortunate. Never, I've never made sausage before. <laughs> <laughs> really Thanks. good. Thank that's you. the classiest part and of this And you totally missed, dude, you missed, like I lobbed you one. Let's try that again. I've never made sausage before. <laughs> Insert peepee joke here. Put on. No, I. You're supposed to talk about sausage making. You idiot. Why am I talking about sausage? I don't know because it's a food podcast, and you have made sausages before. Well, yeah, I've made sausages before. Sorry, I thought you were trying to uh, like, relate no, a like dick a and fart wiener? joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> here it comes, Franz. It's really gonna be really funny. You better pick up on it. I like sausages. No, 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 no. So I figured today we should uh, we should recap some of our our amazing adventures in the uh, food and beverage industry and kind of talk about some of the the awesome and super interesting characters that we've worked with over the years. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. How do we protect their identities? We don't have to say their names. I'm just going to allude to the goofiness that is them. Um, for example, you uh, and I worked for a, a brief period of time with uh, a gentleman who I just like. I He resembles Jack Sparrow in a shocking, oh, shocking yeah. way. Yeah. Um, he, yeah. Is, he is a true kitchen pirate, and he spoke like he had a mouthful of marbles. So uh-huh. every time you would... You would you would ask him a question. You had better be focused with like razor precision on his answer because <laughs> if you weren't, it was it was all, it was like it was in or it was uh, encrypted. Yeah, all the <laughs> all the gin soaked marbles would fall out of his face. <laughs> you would barely catch what he was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah, that he was lovely. Was... He was lovely until uh, he just wasn't anymore. He got a little, I guess. Yeah, harassing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, 
Yeah, I don't know. A little we'll, drinky, a little harassy, or I a think, little bit too much, I guess. Like he, yes, yeah. I he think went he over was the, he went over the line. He was lovely until he went a little. He got he became a little bit much. That's mm. uh, that's I think the the PC way of putting it, and yeah. uh, it, it was unfortunate in some ways just because uh, he was one of those guys that was one of those one of those old dudes who's been around kitchens since the the dinosaurs roamed the earth and uh-huh. uh, was full of really cool stories. I feel yeah. like he probably told me a story where he actually plundered booty on on in, in a in a in a in a ship somewhere not as not as a euphemism <laughs> yeah he was he was good i think yeah i think his uh i think his his drinking on the job became yeah that could have been a thing too liberal that's a nice segue into sort of the ways of yesteryear with kitchens um i think there's a there there's a a certain age group or demographic of cooks who grew up in a certain way in kitchens that yeah. um, never sort of evolved with the times when it came to uh, getting absolutely shit faced in uh, in the kitchen setting while being on the clock. I mean, it was if you were okay with it, it was a pretty effective way to get her done because you'd be obviously ultra hungover when you showed up. Yes, and then naturally. Yeah, and then you know you sweat it out a little bit, and then by the time you see the light at the end of the tunnel, you can you know you start you start putting it back in. Yeah, and then yeah, and then it, you know <laughs> then it just starts, it just like gets gets you charged up for the next night of debauchery. Yeah, because you lose, you know, you're in the rush, right? And like then the rush dies down, and your your adrenaline starts to fall, and you're and you get tired and bored. You're like, well, this isn't going to be interesting any other way. Oh, and it's it's also like a magnificent leadership skill if you can put that in front of your cooks and like if they're if you can feel the energy waning and you just like command shots to the pass you're like you're the hero forever i remember specifically at a restaurant i worked with that was a very busy restaurant i remember to this day it was a it was a massive open kitchen yeah and it didn't matter how open and public it was in the middle of like the biggest like pounding you were taking from the dining room. I remember my chef smashing his hand on top of the pass, like the metal pass, dang, 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 and screaming for the front of house manager. And he was just like, shots, Char, bring us shots. And she'd bring like, like 10 coffee cups that were like just a little under halfway full of Jagger or something equally terrible. And then we'd all like stop. We'd kind of half hunker down. It depended. I mean, if, if our chef hunkered down, we hunkered down. If not, it was um, fairly blatant and we all pounded our Jagger. And then, yeah, like you said, it, it like, there was like, it was like Mario was like, you know, like it was really good. But of course the, (laughs) the thing then you'd want to do is you didn't suddenly want to go for a smoke. So yeah, that's yeah. that's the challenge of being able to well you took turns you had a buddy system you had that's a buddy right. system so if that's you right. had if you were we were busy enough i remember we had two people per station uh and if you were anybody but the head chef you would like tag your dude in and look like look, look for a window if mm-hmm. it, if you were him you would just leave yeah <laughs> you would just you would just go out back and like i remember he used to dummy cigarettes like a full cigarette <laughs> in probably like oh, oh. <clears throat> minute and a half maybe. oh that's so gross like you could like you could noticeably see the ash growing and the cherry <laughs> decreasing as he was just hauling was like on these cartoon. darts yeah he was it was oh, it was great man. no it was it was honestly one of the ways that i fell in love smoking <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 just watching like that 
that crazy intensity and that like that kitchen yeah. nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, you know, using that energy productively and yeah. in a healthy way, it's just like the opposite, but I, I totally get it. I, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, it's, it's weird. I don't know any other, any other business where, you know, in the middle of your peak money-making segment, you're like, let's just do this, but on alcohol and drugs. <laughs> Like so much, yeah, so much drug mm -hmm. use and alcohol, and it's just, it's just crazy. When and it's right when in the middle of it, like when it's peak performance time, it's the crux of the experience. You're like, yeah. let's add. So and it was just it's totally okay. There's, it is almost like it's almost acceptable under oh, certain circumstances. In maybe maybe like 15 years ago. Especially if you're busy enough. Like if you're yeah. a, as a restaurant, you're busy enough and you're like, you're not worrying about that bottom line. You're like, your food's going out pretty good. And you're just, you're just constantly like turning over those dollars. Like, I mean, what do you like, what do you, what are you arguing about here? Yeah. Like you want to <laughs> worry about the oval plates in the walk-in that are covered in cocaine or do you want to <laughs> sell a few thousand again? I don't know. Like it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's bizarre it makes uh makes me think of uh of uh our friend who introduced us to the dick skin <laughs> yes 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 which i don't know is that is that a thing okay I, so hang on back it up to, because i think that needs some immediate clarification when you say our friend <laughs> that introduced us to the dick skin i think you really need to explain that to our audience uh, because that could go sideways on us uh <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Yes. Uh Andrew was Googling. <laughs> Every day I'm Googling. <laughs> um it, well, I don't know. I don't think that it it no, on Urban Dictionary it it is what it sounds like. It just talks about the skin of the dick. So I maybe feel like <laughs> this person have you been hoodwinked have we been yeah. hoodwinked yeah because the in in the context the dick skin was just like a like a third of a glass of wine mm -hmm. and you just kind of you just like it'd be like you a dummy shot of a, it'd be like a shot of espresso yeah it's it just like somebody alcohol when you're working <laughs> yeah somebody lovingly passes this to you you finish it there's there's no other exchange in between yeah. the two of you yeah. that's just the way it is yeah it's really really <laughs> fantastic though but mm -hmm. I mean, inevitably, yeah. it never leads, like it, it always leads to a debaucherous post-work right. thing. Like it would be right. a Friday or we're, it would be your Friday and it'd be like busyness and you're like, no problem. And by the time you leave work, you've already had like, by the time you clock off, you've already had like three drinks. And then well, and, you, know, and you arguably, huddle, huddle, around the, uh, huddle around the booth after you're done. Like yeah. think another couple and then it's game time. Arguably though, the funny thing that you just pointed out that I, it just kind of, it didn't just dawn on me, but <clears throat> it's, it's worthwhile noting is that depending on the size of your crew, it's always somebody's Friday. Like there's always a reason to go out to celebrate somebody's Friday night, yeah. really, whether it's yeah. Friday night or not, because that's the other thing. If it's somebody else's Friday, that's one thing. But when it's the Friday, even if you're working the next two days or whatever, have you, yeah. it's not your weekend anyway, that's still the busiest night of the week. So you better go celebrate yeah. your busy yeah, you, night. I mean, you, you make it happen. Or lament it, whatever. Yeah. You make it happen <laughs> and party on Friday, Friday and your Friday. Which, <laughs> yeah, so then yeah. there's at least two days a week 
you know, and then on your Saturday too, you often, because I mean, how often would you go, you'd just come into work anyway. Yeah. hundred percent. And just hang out with your work people because yeah. you can't relate to anybody else except yeah. your work friends. Oh, and, and how many times did you get off work and you didn't go home? You sat at the bar and you waited for people to get off oh, shift yeah. because like, yeah. what, what are you going to do? Really? Are yeah. you going to go home? No. Are you going to have an early night? Are you going to tuck into the, 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 the latest volume you're reading of Harry Potter? No, you're going to, no. you're going to sit at the bar and you're going to get knee deep before the rest of your crew gets off. And then yeah, exactly. it's the catch up game for them. And yeah. well, I mean, especially for single people, <clears throat> single, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be generalized and say single yucky single men yucky um, there's single no men. other way Very to true. hang out with girls no so no of course you, not you especially hang out not with, in our industry no you hang out with girls by going out with your colleagues who some of them are girls after work and right that's like that's your that's your chance and it yeah. never happens but it's still your chance yeah like i don't even need to really say too many words to describe this person mm-hmm. and you you already know who i'm talking about knock knock need paul <laughs> knock need paul exactly <laughs> KKP. Bow, bow-legged tommy and a knock need paul <laughs> exactly that guy it's never happening with that guy it's funny now that i think about it um i was discussing i was, I was disgusting <laughs> i was discussing the uh the restaurant that i was talking about where we were doing uh shots at the pass there yeah. earlier today um and i was referencing because I, I I ran into somebody who knew somebody who knew somebody who worked there during my tenure, and I was reminiscing that the morning crew, the AM crew, were like such a insane band of pirates. We all were pirates. Like let's not mistake that. But I remember the yeah. AM crew used to get ninety percent of the prep done for the whole day, and this was a busy restaurant. But they were all such burnouts. Like they were, they were the wake and bake crew who just got it done. And then midday, out of the nine to ten hour shift, they would go up onto the roof. And there was like two sections on the roof. There was like the cigarette smokers, and then there was down the stairs, almost into some other back door to another business that came to the roof, where they would go down below, and then there would be just like another sesh, just to like keep the day going. And these guys like. The nighttime, it seemed like we're the drinkers, and the daytime, we're like quarter ounce a day, like oh, recreational amazing. smokers. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, and then you run, and then you roll into the restaurant, and it's that situation where you're the only table in at lunch, and lunch takes like forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, like, you're ordering a grilled cheese. <laughs> exactly, and everything, and then it's fucking cold, and it sucks. And yeah. Like, what happened? Yeah. I'm like, sorry. Some burnout put it in the deep yeah. fryer. <laughs> well, we've been, yeah, we did all the work and now this, you customers are just an, a nuisance. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. When I worked at, uh, we never really had a lot of shenanigans at the hotel. I didn't find there were no shenanigans at the hotel in that, in that regard. Um, like during service, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, we were, we were pretty good. I mean, for yeah, the it most was pretty, part. It was pretty it was pro. Always, it was always outside of school. But, uh, the hotel that I worked at after that, they're they're definitely that's that's where I got introduced to the uh, the safety meetings, mm-hmm. the regular safety meetings. Those were important. Yeah. yeah, and then I mean after after a certain point in the service, you just would have like a coffee cup a coffee cup full of wine. Oh like, yeah, for the last like two hours of your shift. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I I fondly remember even if it was PC, I remember that hotel. Um, I remember deli cups. Um, jam jam to the brim with ice as much as you can do and then cooking wine poured over top of the ice 
and a straw in your and and if you got if you if you went down to team dining sometimes you'd put a splash of sprite or pepsi or, or good something thinking. like that yeah, yeah. good looks, thinking looks like ginger ale yeah totally yeah <clears throat> that's yeah. a good plan yeah. yeah it was good it was good i mean when we worked with uh when we worked with james there was a lot of shenanigans you never had the shenanigans because no. you always went to work right after yeah. I, I could imagine that that lovely breakfast place that we've referenced before. Um, th- I could imagine the intense closing of the day shenanigans. Oh. But, like, but like you said, no, I, I every day that I worked there was always like I would work eight till three or something yeah. like that. And, and then, then I'd start at, the, at the, the other yeah, the hotel at four o'clock or whatever. Yeah, it was. Man. No, those closes were pretty good. That was definitely the mm-hmm. pregame for mm-hmm. several debaucherous evenings. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's no big deal, you know, smoking in the restaurant. Like, after all goes for sleep. This was like yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah. Just, just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. I remember we had a, a Halloween party there. Uh, <sighs> at, and it was just it was, what was, it was ridiculous. What was your, what was, actually, I have this written down as one of the things I was going to ask you. Thinking back on it let's let's talk about a few of our staff parties Ooh, that's a good idea you know like there's there's been a <clears throat> oh, few man, you that had I some think... pretty awesome awesome ones at that uh at that restaurant you keep talking about yeah at, at that I... that restaurant that yeah. a, a small maybe uh half the people that listen to this podcast might know exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about yeah you had some really good ones i remember when we lived together you would you would boast in your in your very modest way um, right about the excellent the excellent staff parties <laughs> I, I mean, I can't really remember a lot of early day staff parties. Most of the staff parties that I can remember are in the last 15 years. And most of those have been, you know, at the same workplace. Right. But I mean, the hotel had pretty good staff parties. They did. They yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, that I, was, that was definitely fun. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah, those were cool back in the day where you'd like, they'd let you get really cheap hotel rooms. Yeah, and then the, yep. then the party went from the banquet hall to the hotel, and the whole hotel was the party. Yeah, and then <clears throat> a contingent or, or like a group of people would always like head out to like do the do it up right in the town, and then yep. there would be always like almost like the after party at the hotel room. Yeah, yeah, big time. I remember one of those one of those staff parties. I uh, I vomited so much. I uh, <laughs> I burned my esophagus uh-huh. like with the vomit. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That was nice. <laughs> oh god loser yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i think uh i i i can't uh i can't deny i've definitely been there a number of times as well too mm-hmm. yeah just uh just embarrassing just embarrassing things and well, fortunately i was never really like much of a socialite so right. it never really got i never really was that much of a, i was a pretty low-key partier Right. Even though I would, you know, in for me, I would party hard, but like I would never, I would never go that that big. So I, I think I think I like to kid myself that, well, maybe not even kid myself. I had a pretty good handle on the my intake for three quarters of my uh, my experiences. There was a good um, chunk of them where uh, I. I remember, okay, so this this perfectly segues into one of the things that I'm very proud of, not because uh, it took a lot of effort, but because it was one of the funnest things I remember being a part of uh, slash organizing. You is talking about Cook's Tour? About Cook's Tour. So obviously, as we really referenced- i about that jacket. Myself. 
<laughs> I love the fact that that still burns you because yeah. I don't you even know it, think it doesn't burn me. I just I was like really unnecessary. Just I was just being spiteful and an idiot. Okay, and I, okay, okay. So let me explain. Let me explain. So backing it up, back it up, back it up, back it up. You don't do that to people you care about, man. <laughs> just don't do that. Switch, switch, my dear. Cross the line. No, 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 no. It is now a Dan very... crossed the line when he shot you in the wiener. Yes, he at did. At your bachelor right? party. <laughs> at my bachelor party, I, I took paintballs to the nuts. There's there's plenty of, of lines crossing. I still love everybody. So anyways, backing it up, Cook's Tour. So we, as I've referenced many a time, are all ma- monstrous fans of Anthony Bourdain. So around the time when I had said that I'd seen him live and we all read the books and we were all completely enamored with the romance of the the mm-hmm, disreputable mm-hmm. kitchen folk right so i i created a pub crawl for industry folks um and we called it cook's tour now the only stipulation for cook's tour was is that you had to wear kitchen whites mm-hmm. everybody was welcome front of house back of house we just wanted people in kitchen whites because i thought it would it would stand out where there was this totally. giant group of degenerate chefs yeah. industry people walking and it around was a couple <clears> of years so, the the other thing was is uh, especially the first year, we rounded up. It was a small group. There was like six of us, mm-hmm. very small. It was in its infancies. I went to a printing shop downtown and I took everybody's jackets and I got everybody's names, whatever their nickname was, embroidered on the back of their kitchen jackets. <clears throat> Yours uh, was Gunrod. I don't yeah. remember why, but that was the that was the best. No, Gunrod, because that that's the name that I gave myself when we were hanging out with like Nanaimo folk, right back back oh, in the day, a million years ago. That's very true. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, Gunrod. There was there was other. I don't even know what a Gunrod is. <laughs> like I don't even know what that means. No, it just became your nickname. It was good. Yeah, and um, the lettering. Remember the lettering was like big block letters, but the the um. The inside of the lettering was like seventies pornography. Yeah, they had a they had an actual pattern at a t shirt shop in town. I think it's st- I don't know if it's still around, but the t shirt shop was called Utopia. Oh yeah. And one of the things you could do is you could get obviously printing on t shirts. So I got these kitchen whites printed with the nicknames, and yeah, it was like big sort of like almost bubble gum type lettering on the back, and it was all the inside of the lettering was all this like. Yeah, retro Hilar- porn. Retro porn. And Very it was push. part of their catalog. Yeah, I didn't ask for it. Awesome. I just saw it and I was like, well, I mean. How, yeah. You yeah. Must. One Apropos. Must. One must. We got to bring those back, man. I know. Gotta, I, for our 40th, we got to bring those back. We'll get Remy out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll got to bring those back. Maybe once we start selling merch on the website that I have ignored for the last three months. Um, <laughs> no, I, you're, you're, you're certainly not the first person to mention it. I know that there's probably people who will be listening to this that'll be shaking their fists in anticipation and anger at me because we, we need to do this. We need to do this. And yeah. it's been suggested for a number of years. So this one's going anticipation, this one's yes. anger. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the, 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 the rest of the premise was, and I'm very proud to say we did this for, I think it was five years straight, really five years straight. Um, and at our peak every year we did it around the same time. And I would phone to let's say six, seven, whatever pubs or restaurants that we would frequent. So remember we we've referenced how often we went to swans. That was one of our hangouts. Yeah. yeah. There was a, a very, 
um, famous and now long gone strip club downtown, which oh. is where we always started our tour. So Cook's Tour always started off at Mount Monty's. It was the meeting point. Oh. And oh, if you haven't, in? yeah, please. Can I jump please. in with a, a really embarrassing Monty story? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I stopped going out late whenever. Anyway, this that doesn't matter. There's no backstory to this. I was at the Rippers and I feel like it was in the daytime which never is a good idea. And I had, <laughs> I had a, like, I had a little jacket with me and I had, I had a discman in stuffed in the pocket. Cause I guess I was just meeting somebody or whatever. I, but I had a, a portable CD player. Discman. <laughs> Holy shit. And I was sitting up right up at the, at the pervert row, like right up against the stage. Were you 16? <laughs> Like a discman. Right? Sweet. Uh, anyway. Did it have an anti-skip? My... <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like 30 seconds of anti-skip. <laughs> anyway, I was up at the at the front of the stage and <laughs> I had my ball my jacket balled up and my CD player inside. And the the performer like was engaging with me. <laughs> she went and like grabbed my jacket and my cd player would, like explode on the stage as <laughs> <laughs> you imagine i'm buried the like batteries and like the cd and everything oh god oh. i got tears oh. <laughs> i got tears <laughs> oh. Oh, i bet you i yeah. bet you cinnamon was really uh embarrassed about that too <laughs> she looked at me like you pathetic excuse of a young man like you don't belong here oh, it's like damn. fiona apple or something <laughs> cd oh yeah really good oh yeah there okay. you go yeah the cd that came out was fiona apple nice yeah. <laughs> i thought you meant fiona apple was playing in the strip club and no, i was that, like that been, oh no it was like that super or cool emo oh man yeah it just exploded everyone everybody was like you are you don't belong here you were on you're the least cool person we could ever imagine <laughs> He just panicked. Oh, sorry. That's okay. really good. Please. No, no. Your story. This is uh, this is a very lovely and perfect Monty story. I like this. This is uh, that, that that's par for the course. If you haven't experienced, because you won't ever again. Um, Monty's at or any was, strip club or any strip club. Anybody's yeah, ever no. Going to a strip club again? No, though. <laughs> I couldn't think of a more more offside and or like pro covid location you could possibly find yeah no yeah. fuck no um monty's was uh was special it was in the heart of darling beautiful gorgeous downtown victoria and mm-hmm. uh it existed for a very long time and like it was it was uh it was a dumpster fire it was That's a so dumpster gross. fire and it was yeah the the in uh in in 2020, the idea of even hearing the tone in the, the what do you call them, the DJ, because it's not really a DJ, but the guy who like introduced the performers, <laughs> even hearing his voice uh, embedded in my head is just it doesn't vibe well with 2020. <laughs> um he was uh yeah he you could you could you he's the type of human being that you can probably tell what he looked like by his voice yeah anyways so we would (laughs) for better or for worse uh can't uh 
can't apologize for it because it was uh, it was it was part of the it whole the right atmosphere. The it time. was the right thing to do at the time. Yeah. Um, this is where we met to start off Cook's tour. This is where mm. we would meet when everybody got off shift, and it was it was it was the focal point. And then from there, after a short while, we would we would go. And like I said, I I would contact all these different bars and restaurants and yeah. pubs in town just to let them know a swarm of kitchen degenerates and restaurant hooligans were going to be gracing their, their, their doorways that night. Um, and I'm very, very proud to this day to say that in the five or whatever years that we did it, there was, there was no crazy altercations. I mean, there was debauchery and and silliness, but there was no, there was no massive fights. There was no, like, there might've been like a, a dropped uh, windowed beer mug here and there but like aside from that it was it was pretty it was pretty yeah, it good was, it was relatively tame other than <clears throat> i mean other than tons of alcohol and yeah and well cigarettes and drugs being consumed it was yeah it was but tame. it was it was safe like it was and nobody, it was nobody got safe. arrested nobody, nobody got, got arrested hurt. nobody got hurt nobody yeah. did uh too much that you never saw them again yeah nobody disappeared uh, <laughs> um <laughs> And I, I was saying the first year was around six people. I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. by year three or four, I I counted. I counted uh, through the haze of alcohol one evening uh, on I think the third or fourth year. I counted around forty people. Whoa! So great. we had we had a we had a group of people, and the best part about it was everybody came in their whites. And naturally, as you do, everybody kept a sharpie in your jacket pocket and in the yeah. sleeve of your of your of your pocket so by the end of the night um what you're referring to about ruining my jacket which you did not everybody definitely did ruin just graffitied the shit out of each other's jackets yeah there was awesome awesome yeah. stories written there was cartoons yeah it's like everybody there had was a cast like, it was like a combination yeah. of like a cast and a wedding like a <laughs> wedding guest book yeah, totally times alcohol times a thousand Yes, yes. I still remember to this day, uh, I remember being outside of uh, the Sticky Wicket downtown, Mm. which was always where we kind of ended up at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. That was kind of like the games room area was kind of where we ended off the evening. Yeah, I remember being outside the games room. I was I had one of my friends from the hotel next to me. Uh, His name was Larcy is Larcy. He's not passed away. He exists. Sorry, Larcy. Yeah, Yeah. And Larcy Larcy was Larcy, first of all, going back on Larcy, Larcy has or had an alter ego. Um, when Larcy oh, had, had, had enough don't alcohol in his don't system, tell don't tell me. I hold on, I have it. Uh-huh. Let me just let me think about it. Uh, it was tattooed on his arm. Clancy. Yes, there you go. Yes. So Larcy's alter ego, when he had enough alcohol, Clancy came to the party, uh-huh. and this was such a part of him that yeah, at that point he had it tattooed on the inside of his. I, I swear it was his left arm. Anyways, I remember sitting outside the games room, and Larcy's next to me. There's like a kind of a moment of completely wasted calm where I kind of looked over at him. He looked over at me, kind of just nodded to each other. I think one of us said something like, great night. I was like, yeah, great night. And then Larcy reached over and he grabbed his Sharpie from his left side pocket of his jacket took the cap off, looked at it, and then he buried his Sharpie in his forehead and drew circles around his forehead, <laughs> down to his chin, around his eyes, and he kept rotating around and around until he had most of his face in a circle of 
black Sharpie. Yeah. Clancy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it was really good. Yeah. Oh my so goodness. yes, to answer your question. Yes. That needs to, that needs to happen again. We will all, well, at least the older generation will all be in bed by 1030, but you know, uh-huh. The, it'll, it'll still be a lovely thing and i think that there's uh there's an opportunity to have some some real fun in the industry oh, arguably man. maybe even the industry might need it <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah oh yeah those were those were good times mm-hmm. i remember yeah you talk about clancy there was because uh, he was he was dan craig's guy wasn't he that's how well the the dan craig had moved um from the island um and shout out to Dan Craig. Um, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, you Dan. You're, you're going to be on this. You're going to be. You're going to. We're going to. Yeah. We're going to interview you, and just, we want to know everything all of your about achievements, you, man. Your, your the crown, <laughs> the pinnacle of your career is yet to come. Yeah, yeah, we're coming. Just, just don't worry. If you were worried, we're coming. Yeah, I remember when. I mean, the the best days that I had working at the Delta was with uh, <clears throat> was with with Remy, and him and I were in the banquet uh, the banquet department. Yeah, and just over Christmas time, just rocking those like 18 hour shifts where you start at five and work yep. until nine o'clock the next morning, yeah. setting up banquets and all this stuff. I remember one night in particular, we just like, at a certain point, you just can't have any more smokes. You're like, I, <laughs> I'm just done. I can't take any more smoke breaks. I, you know, the hotel never closes, so you can't really be drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just, we just pushed through and worked and worked and worked all night. Like we just had no, nobody wanted to stay. I think mm-hmm. we'd said this the last time or some other show of ours were just, you know, asking these like biology students to stay past their eight hour shift at two yeah. in the morning. They're like, not at all. There's, what are you stupid? Like, I don't care about this at all. And <clears throat> Remy and I cared a lot. So we, anyway, we stayed up all night. We rolled into the breakfast restaurant the next morning being like, icky hotel zombies and mm-hmm. I, I remember that i remember i, I bought us i bought us breakfast well the hotel bought mm-hmm. us breakfast yeah, like, yeah we're yeah. worth it man we're worth it yeah we get some breakfast out of these guys yeah 100 percent. it was good breakfast there too it, yeah absolutely it was good breakfast there i i was talking to our friend remy recently and we were as we normally do we were we were romanticizing and reminiscing and uh he brought up the one of the the lovely things that uh, that he brought up at my wedding. So my three best men for the wedding were yourself, Remy, and Jeff, our mutual friend Jeff. Uh, Jeff is the only loner who isn't part of this uh, this illustrious food and beverage background. Right, um, the banker. He he worked at McDonald's at one point, and so True. that's the connection. Yeah. But um, you, uh, during one of these evenings, brought Remy back when you and I were living together. We were still roommates. You brought Remy back to our place in Oak Bay. Oh, such a good apartment. Such a good apartment. The best, the absolute yeah. best. And, um, I'd never met Remy before and we were pulling one of our late night booze mm-hmm. and we had a few drinks and we were out on the stoop mm-hmm. of our apartment. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I said something super funny, apparently. Obviously. I, yeah, as, as, as you is, you always do. Yeah. yeah as is tradition. Um, (laughs) and Remy had a mouthful of beer Yeah, and this was like maybe 45 minutes to an hour into meeting him. And I said something funny enough that he spat his entire mouthful of beer into my, my basically my eyes and my mouth. 
And he was like instantly mortified, like like couldn't believe he'd done something like that. Never done anything like that before. And he wow. was like, "Oh, dude, this dude's gonna hate me." And like, I was so apologetic as Remy is, and I couldn't have been more tickled. It was the funniest thing ever, uh, except for the the next funniest thing, which was half an hour later, the exact same thing happened. I oh said something goodness. funny, and he spat in my face again. <laughs> So to this day, that's Remy's one of his favorite stories. That's our meeting, and uh, that's a pretty good story. Well, that's it's a pretty it's good all... story. I mean, it's not every day that you get another grown man spits beer all in your face, <laughs> yeah. all up in your face. Yeah, and there's not fisticuffs to be had by it potentially. Exactly. Yeah, and you don't want to you don't want to punch somebody out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, that was a that was a great place to live. We didn't have any we didn't have any neighbors, so we could kind of mm-hmm. uh, let loose. Uh, as much as he wanted, although I did, I did accidentally do a hate crime, um, which wasn't a hate crime at all. But I felt you like need I more. Con- you crime. need more context, just like the previous uh, statement. <laughs> yeah, of well, I, we, were, we were we played a lot of road hockey in those yeah, days, and I, I shot a ball. I shot a ball through the, the 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 street tenant who happened to be. It wasn't a synagogue, but it was a Jewish community center. Yes, um, they that the community center was under our apartment, so the building had the community center on the ground floor, yeah. and then above that it was, was a music shop or something. It like was, that. I think, it was like a violin studio, like lessons, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah. And the top floor was our little compact, super funky and interesting two bedroom. But you're right; we used to play a lot of street hockey on on a on a very residential street too. I might add. So just we went before into you the pool. Uh, sometimes okay i mean i was i was revisiting this in my my mind recently and i was thinking about it and i was like this was the the age of us staying up to four five six in the morning and i remember us busting out the nets the hockey sticks Hmm. and the, the 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 street hockey in general um after being three sheets to the wind at like yeah. five in the morning, I think so. Yeah, it was it was pretty late. I think you might be embellishing a little bit, but it was pretty late. You're right. It was pretty late. It was pretty yeah. early, I'd say actually, uh, which is why I was kind of surprised we didn't get more heat off of that because there was uh, there was slap shots and wrist shots aplenty at uh, whatever hour that was. Yeah, it was. Those were good days, man. They were really good. They yeah. were really good. But yeah, continue say, on. I was I was playing by myself and I shot the ball through the window and. I, I think you might have been with Remy. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, I feel like I ran upstairs for refreshments and I came back down and Remy was all a Twitter um, and you <laughs> were mortified or face in your hands. And yeah. there was a, well, I just didn't, I mean, I didn't care that I'd broken a window so much as I was like, I need to write a note. Cause I don't want these people thinking that, you know, I got beef. Somebody like, threw a brick through their window. Well, right. Like, <laughs> no, 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 of no. course not. No, no, no. It, it, that, that actually made me laugh more than anything because we're the like least likely where we were all things considered. We were really lovely neighbors and, and good yeah, kids. Exactly. So like, it was very funny how, mm-hmm. how upsetting it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you paid for the window. Of course. Yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying. Of course I did. Yeah, you 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 left the note. They called us, and you were like, "Yep, I got it. No problem." Yeah, exactly, it was the right <laughs> thing to do. I made amends. You did. I you did. My, I cleared my conscience. Yeah, yeah. You can take that off your emotional slate. Oh yeah, that, no, no, that no, in it, my jacket. Thanks. <laughs> 
but the hat that I lost in Quebec is mm. not happening. No, that can stay. Tat- yeah. you, I, I will, you will have made amends once you've tattooed the actual likeness of that hat on your chest. <laughs> then I, I will feel vindicated. It's good. Okay. Good yeah. to know. That'll be yeah. my first tattoo. <laughs> so tell us about, um, tell us, tell, uh, describe some of those staff parties you had. They were just so epic. Didn't they, they have were... like horses and dancers and fire? <laughs> 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 horses we went a horseback riding it was really amazing no um <clears throat> i think there was there was from what you're describing even the ones that you've been involved in there's i wasn't i wasn't at any of them no 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 no. but i'm just saying in general our staff parties in general oh okay. whether whether they be the ones from the hotel or this okay. other place that i was referring to earlier okay. which by the way the place with <clears throat> the the morning burnout cooks and the shots in the past Still to this day, probably the most uh, insane staff parties I've ever encountered. Mm-hmm. But there's there's kind of two versions of a staff party. There's yeah. the ones there's the ones that are kind of like one big pregame before you go out. Yeah, and then the the real nonsense occurs. Yeah, and then there's the ones where the staff party itself is the nonsense. So yeah. this place that I'm referring to, that was the nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they did a lot of cool shit. Um, they like other restaurants have done this for a staff party, but they, they rented the whole casino thing. So there was all these casino games and stuff like that. But when you combine gambling with truly, and I mean, truly off the rail, degenerate cooks, (laughs) um, there's, 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 there's some stories. Yeah. They, they, they eventually had to like chain off the upstairs bathrooms in that place so that people didn't go and do all sorts of things. Um, (laughs) They they used to this this restaurant used to hold parties staff parties twice a year so there was a, a Christmas one which invariably happened at this particular restaurant where they would spare no expense and do things like bring in the the gambling or whatever else have you right and then the summertime one the owners oh god they were so too trusting um, they owned a absolutely gorgeous house on the water front of Shawnigan Lake. So like they would bus um, because they were connected to a couple different restaurants at that point. They owned a couple different restaurants. They would bus out at least two of the restaurants <clears throat> to this location. And the chefs, like the, the head chefs would cook a massive amount of like a feast, like a feast, okay. feast, feast of food for the entire staff. Mm-hmm. There would be nothing but the, the, a bottomless bar. For everybody, no, no funds, nothing, wow. nothing like that. Can can you take a moment to just imagine restaurant people with no liability when it comes to alcohol consumption? There is no drain on your pocket at this at this point. Yeah, it's almost like <clears throat> you have to overindulge or else you're losing money. It was uh, uh, certainly treated as such. Mm-hmm. So if you're not mm-hmm. only being bust out to this amazing location outside yeah. of town on a lakefront where the owner is taking you for uh water skiing in his boat and there's a beautiful dock there's campfires there's everything you could imagine here you would be a fool not to overindulge to the maximum yeah so yeah this is that was that was one of the the main ones was they did that and then they would school bus everybody back into town and mm-hmm. that never stopped us from going out later oh of course not because <laughs> at that point you're just you're just running on crazy so you have to oh, 
I, I, I have looking like, back on whatever it, I have no fun. idea where the stamina came f- from, like where we were able to keep up right. with that. Like if you're, cause this was like, you would get to the location at like something totally reasonable, like two o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then they would pack everybody else, like the whole group. And they, they were also, this is another step further. They would, have two separate buses route like two two shuttle runs mm-hmm. so there'd be the early bus for mm-hmm. the losers <laughs> and, and then there would be the late bus for us hardcores and you would get back into town by like nine ten o'clock i mean like oh, there's plenty of, time. plenty of of not so daylight daylight to, to burn yeah. at that point yeah absolutely staff parties are are a, a tricky thing with restaurants because I mean, I remember the last couple of years that you and I were working together mm-hmm. and planning staff parties mm-hmm. and like really like people just want to get drunk and bump uglies and like really that's really say all it things is. to their coworkers that they wouldn't normally say and yeah. like see their coworkers dressed up in outfits that they wouldn't normally see them dressed up in. Yeah. And and that's it. Yeah. And and that but that's really the, there's nothing else. But of course, that wouldn't be. You, want you have to, to dress it up. You have to put you want, tinsel yeah, you, on the tree. You want to reach a higher, you want to, you want to aim higher than that. You want to be altruistic and be like, we're going to have a team building experience. So we're going to, you know, we're going to learn to <laughs> crochet together or <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it just, I mean, then they just, yeah, get less fun and less fun the farther you get away from like, let's just get a bunch of oh, yeah. and food and people and have a good time. Well, and, and to be fair, neither you nor I are, are spring chickens anymore. And that management role of having to not only plan the staff party, but also deal with the repercussions of said staff party. (laughs) You, you don't, it's two different worlds, right? Like going to one of those staff parties with (laughs) not nary a care in the world is very different. that's, That's true. Very yeah, different. Maybe, maybe that's true. By from, the end, I was like, I don't give a shit if these people have fun. I'm not going to have fun. It's quite a bit different from uh, scraping mashed potatoes off the floor in the corner <laughs> where food should never have been in the first place. Yeah. And, yeah. Collecting yeah. people with uh, a shopping cart. Yeah. Like going around and like, okay, in the cart, Billy. Yeah. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there's a couple of good ones that you and I, mm-hmm. you and I had together. But oh, absolutely. Point, we, we did. Were, we were pretty old and we were kind of like the the bossy pants people. So it even, you know, even, even me, I believe that there is, you know, it's very true. I, I, I kept it cool for the most part, which probably no. isn't the truth, but whatever. <laughs> no, I think, I think there was, there was, uh, there was definitely a time and a place for letting loose. Uh, and there still is in my opinion of course, of course. going forward. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it, it, it is on at the end of the day, not to, to totally switch gears. It is to some degree, a problem in the industry, not just, the overall like the the broad like sword strokes of alcoholism and drug abuse but like the fact that like we've alluded in other podcasts to like unlike so many other trades that's your that's not only your social time but that's like that's like your perks you know like you get tips and where do you spend those tips you spend them on food and beverage directly which is a good and bad thing but that's that's your perks those are your those are your perks as opposed to some other trades that uh, adhere to more like you know like they they have the the version of a four hundred one k and the version of uh, you know set time off and those kind of things and yeah. and reasonable hours and being paid adequately and those kind of things so not, yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's I, that's your cookie <laughs> yeah exactly thanks for all your hard work here is a mean alcohol problem and. <laughs> 
Yeah, a bunch of friends that don't really exist. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's no that's that's no fun for sure. And you can always tell like, you know, you, you it, it was almost like predictable the decline of of people if they were in the, you know, in the partying game long enough, like they and didn't course correct themselves. You know, after yeah. after a while you wake up and you're like, I'm 37 and <laughs> I have three kids and it's Wednesday morning and I'm like, and I'm hungover for no reason because I had six IPAs by myself last night. Like <laughs> then at that point you're like, Mm-mm, there's only two ways to go from this man. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But the people that don't choose to get out of the pool, uh, they just keep, they stay in the pool. You can, you, you know, it's, it's pretty predictable. And it's like, you're the only, you know, yeah. the only person there being like one more round, one more round where he's like, no, dude, we, we got to yeah. live. Yeah. Gotta yeah. Live. Yeah. I got stuff to do tomorrow. Yeah. I got this thing called a life that doesn't involve me being a piece of shit <laughs> now or tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. There's about one every year in any place that I've worked at. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think just it's like get fired and it's always like some stupid excuse. And the, and the person who gets fired yeah. is like, eh, it's cause the manager hates me. And it's like, I was just sick once. <laughs> like, no, no, no. You were drinking rye out of a shoe, like at the front desk. <laughs> Fucking bum. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, urinated, you, you urinated on the hostess. Let's be yeah. real. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone, everyone was volunteering at the soup kitchen on Christmas Eve and you were, you were gunned and you. <laughs> <laughs> I look back on those days with great fondness because I think I made the the right choice to not let that define me. But it was it was it was it, you're young, you enjoy those things, and you are doing that with people who are are, are feel like minded. You, you have this connection with that's I think a lot of yeah, the you're things not an outsider that, at all. No, I think that's one of the things that binds hospitality and food and beverage together is the fact that there are going to be dozens of people who have either experienced or have heard of stories like the ones we've been telling tonight that yeah. are like that 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 are so familiar and yeah you you do some some silly and crazy shit when you're younger um and hopefully you're still learning the whole time as well too and some people have dedication and ultra focus that that's not that's not the path they take but right i have regrets i think everybody has regrets pathwise that they take in this industry but at the same time, I probably wouldn't change anything. I had I had experiences and I had friendships that have lasted forever and that will last forever. And and sure, some of them were spawned in the bottom of a bottle. But I mean, it's it is what it is, and that doesn't make them any less important and any less real. You know what no, I mean? No, I totally understand. Yeah. Any any time you mix like drinky hospitality people with non hospitality people, it's, it's always like letting like a tiger into a petting zoo a little bit. Yeah, the wolf in <laughs> like, the hen house. Exactly. Person's like, oh, it's good wine. Hey, do you know there's uh there's wines for free? Like, do you think? Yeah, I think, I think there's more of this. Why we should go and like and then, be cool, Tommy. Be cool. Yeah, exactly. We're in public, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're not at the you know the crusty whale at three thirty <laughs> in the morning <laughs> for a last call. Like you're in yeah. public. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got invited to a nice place. Yeah. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> talking to myself. <laughs> 
Oh, come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it's my 10th anniversary this Saturday. I know. I know. I was thinking about that. I have it in my calendar. Oh, wow. I have it in my calendar too. <laughs> so neither one of us forgets. This is important. Yeah. Yeah. Where should we go for dinner? Oh, you're going to go out for dinner? Uh, uh, what's 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 that look like in this climate of G Panda that we? What live are we in? thinking of? We're like we're thinking of like our first date was at Cafe Brio, and yeah. I haven't been to back to Brio. I don't even know if they're open. Then I was thinking we got engaged at Stage, so mm-hmm. I was thinking we'd go to Stage. Oh, their 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 social right now that I've seen for Stage Stage looks really lovely. It does look good. Um, their sort of rebrand on food that they've been doing in the last little while seems really lovely. I had a really, really lovely dinner recently um, in the last six months at Chorizo & Co. Like, oh, shit. Like, it, 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 was, it was very nice. That's well, cool. they, they have the ex-bartender from stage. Steven, thank you. Thank you. Shout out to Steven. Um, What's up, Steve? Uh, and um, their their food was delicious and diverse hmm. like they they had a lovely like little menu delicious and diverse just like aj and france mm. um so i would i would recommend them as somebody that uh you could you I mean you have that lovely opportunity to go across the street while you're waiting for your table to clark and co and clark and co is one of my favorite little places for a cocktail hmm. um Perfect. i haven't what about, I haven't been dining out for a very long no, time. No, me neither. Of course, that's why we're kind of excited. The last time we dined out was at, um, we went to Brass and just, it was like two days before the world shut down. Right. And we went to Brass and we went to a concert at Lucky Bar. Oh, that's right. We Who did you see the, again? Well, we saw this artist named Ralph. That's right. I remember asking you about Fantastic Canadian pop artist. She is like, she is my, she's my fave. Oh yeah, she's my favorite. Yeah. Real yeah. good. We're gonna get her on the show. No, we're not. Well, never say never. Come on. I didn't say never. You did. <laughs> so you never say never. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, and we were we were even debating whether or not we should. We're like, should we? Is it irresponsible for us to go out in public? Because they're saying no. You know, no, not not to. And we were seriously debating about it. And then a couple <laughs> days later. And there was some dude from Ontario being like, we just came here from Ontario, like right next to us. And I was like, nah. but yeah. it, was, it was still too early for us to, <laughs> I mean, so embarrassed. I don't have that like type of gumption where I'd be like, you should step away. I saw, <clears throat> I was driving behind a car. Um, I think it was either yesterday or the day before. And it had, it had Washington plates. Yeah. Um, and they had like, it wasn't written in dirt on their back window. It was written by them and like pretty much a Sharpie on their back yeah. window. And it said, we are not tourists. I felt yeah. so bad. Cause you, can you imagine what it took to get to that point? Like I, I could imagine like people keying their cars and all well, the other terrible things. Animals. People, people are, are animals. animals, dude. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we deserve whatever we get. That's all I got to say, man. People are animals, man. Like, I felt I felt so bad that they had to put that on the back of their car. Like, have some compassion. Oh. Like, have some compassion. Come on. Like, really? It's crazy that that like, is such a commodity. Right to judge, like, to judge other people that you, you have no idea what their the backstory is. No. Not a clue. Yeah, you just jump to the conclusion that they have COVID in their trunk, and they come up here because it's nice, and they just want to spread the COVID. And yeah. that's what they're here for. Not like yeah. 
they actually live here and they've just been working <laughs> in the states or oh I, God. I, I picture one of those those old school like you know the cartoon of the guy selling watches out of his jacket and he's like got the trench coat and he opens it up and it's just lined with covid and he's like hey you want hey, some you, you want some, some of this you want some of this i got some fresh fresh yeah. fresh g panda right here <laughs> exactly the panda in a trench coat come get some <laughs> yeah well I hope you have a absolutely stellar anniversary. And I don't. Ten years uh, is a long time. Ten years is a long time. You guys are lovely. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful dinner. I don't know. I also have been thinking about going to uh, like Wind Cries Mary, I hear is supposed to be. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. I'd like to check them out for sure. Not our anniversary. Our anniversary is like 30 years. 30 years? Don't you think? How long? What's our anniversary? Oh, ours. Sorry. I thought you were still referring to you and your wife. I was like, dude, no, we've, you, we've covered this. Yeah, our, our anniversary is coming up real good here. Because um, when did we take our 25th year anniversary? Oh, did we, did we meet when we were five? Is that when preschool starts? So we're at 35 right now. Sorry, technically 30. It's math. It's math. That's There's wrong. One way to look we're at, at 33. No, yeah, we're at, no we're at 33. Sorry. Wow, 35. Yeah. Technically, inferred. we're at 35, <laughs> but technically, that's completely wrong. So, in like, my heart, we're at 100, but technically, we're at 33. Ah, uh, sick. <laughs> yeah, no, we're at 33. Nice. So, so 35 is the big one. That's our 40th. Yep. That's when we turn 42. Yep. Yep. Is that my 39 or my 38? You're 38. Right. Okay. So, it'll yeah, be our 40th birthday. Will also be our 35th wedding anniversary. Wonderful. Let's you and I wrap up this podcast so I can have a closing to our lovely chat about the history of AJ and Franz. Part two. That's a good place to stop, I think. We packed a lot of debauchery and tomfoolery into uh, that, that little window. And of course, there's more to describe, but you know, we want to leave the people wanting more. <laughs> Hungry, thirsty, dripping from the mouth with anticipation. I, I love reminiscing about... Uh about some crazy shit with you and uh it, it always makes me uh my me giggle quite a lot yes. thinking about uh some of the the things we've been through i'm sorry about your jacket <sighs> dear god dear one day you'll forgive one, yourself i know i was gonna say i'm not even worried about you one day i'll forgive myself yeah yeah one day you'll make peace <laughs> with inner aj if i can have inner peace that would be an incredible achievement i've been striving <laughs> very hard these last couple of years and it's not happening so well yeah. take, take this as part of that inner piece you will forget maybe about that was the missing maybe that's we'll, the missing the, we'll revitalize uh, cook's tour and it'll be like the phoenix rising from the ashes and you'll do nothing but you'll stuff dollar bills in people's jackets it'll be perfect in a non-stripper way it'll be like making up instead for of me taking making people feel small and taking away i'm like giving back to them yeah like, that's um, what i'm dollar Man, bills that okay mm-hmm. that sounds great i would love to bring cooks to her back from the ashes i really just want a t-shirt with that porn lettering yeah yeah as would anybody out there so uh, if all of you maybe that's our in the weeds swag if all of you out in podcast land want to see or be a part of cooks tour either for the first time or as a returning member leave a thumbs up in the comments subscribe to our youtube video down here here, which doesn't exist that's cool Um, (laughs) no but please leave us a comment in one of our our places either on the website uh or our uh, email address 
Put the comment in the place. Love you, buddy. buddy. Love you too. Good talking to you. Bye, everybody. Later, podcast people. Last customer has left the building. All that's left to do, mop, take out the trash. Thank you guys for joining us again. If you have any questions, thoughts, or episode ideas, you can email us at podcastitw at gmail.com. See you next time.